This is Highway 89, Utah's most scenic musical byway. I'm Bruce Seeley, and I'm glad to be joined in the studio this hour by Artem Cherkov, the principal double bassist of the St. Petersburg Philharmonic Orchestra, a native of St. Petersburg, Russia. Artem Cherkov first studied the cello, and then he decided to switch to the double bass at age 16. He attended the Special Music Lyceum of the St. Petersburg Conservatory, then pursued postgraduate studies at the Academy for Music and Theater in Munich, Germany. He has an impressive resume. He's done quite a lot in a short period of time. One recent highlight, he won first prize at the 2010 International Double Bass Solo Competition, sponsored by the Braditich Foundation, made his New York debut at Weill Hall, and recorded a CD, Reminiscences of the 20th Century, with his wife, who's also a concert pianist. I might mention here that the BYU School of Music is one of the hosting schools for the Braditich Foundation. Well, I'm going to ask him about his globe-trotting and his adventures in a few minutes, but we're about music here. So let's hear him play that big instrument that he's brought with him, and uh, we're going to hear the fourth movement from the ballet, The Bright Stream. It's Dmitry Shostakovich's ballet music. In the mid-1930s, he was commissioned to write some music for The Bright Stream, a kind of light-hearted ballet about life on a collective farm. And after he'd completed the ballet, he created a suite from the music, of which we're going to hear now the fourth movement. It's Adagio from the ballet The Bright Stream with Artem Chirkov.
We've just heard Adagio from the uh, Suite from the Bright Stream, ballet music by Dmitry Shostakovich. You're listening to Highway 89 on Classical 89 and Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. I'm Bruce Seeley, and we're happy that uh, Artem Cherkov has joined us today. He's the principal double bass player of the St. Petersburg Philharmonic Symphony Orchestra, and uh, he arrived from Russia just over 24 hours ago, I understand, and he's already taught a full day of master classes, rehearsed for a performance of BYU, and you do maintain a pretty busy travel schedule. Yes, it's true. Now, when, when was the first time you traveled outside Russia? When I was 16, actually it's allowed for Russian rules, uh-huh. I started with a young chamber orchestra for one festival in France. At that time I was cellist, but still started practicing double bass. Okay. It was my first tour with the cello and with double bass bow. Did you think at that point that you would ever get to where you are now? Did you think, hey, this traveling is going to be wonderful? Do you, you do a lot of it. You still enjoy the travel that you need to do? Yes. Uh, when I was a child, as a really little, I always wished to be everywhere in the world, to see what around, how it looks how the people looks like, how the people speak, uh, people speaking the languages. It was my dream. And now I have my dream here. Yes, you've been to a lot of places. Uh, what are some of the, tell me, one of the more memorable or a couple of the places that really stand out? It's really hard to say where I was, where I doesn't war. Um, I look many, many cities in the world. Japan, everywhere in Asia, where there's no war. Um, in Europe, everywhere, America, United States, and South America, Africa too. And I really like all places when I was performed because always the people were pleasant for me and everybody waiting me for again and coming back. Do you actually get to experience the cities to see them or is it like go to the airport, go to the rehearsal, do the performance and leave? Some performers... I mean, one city, they see the airport, they see the concert hall. Do you have a chance to get to really talk to some of the people? And Sometimes I have both. Sometimes I have airport and rehearsal in their title. Sometimes I have a lot of time just to a little bit enjoy a place where, where I arrive. Uh, you, from St. Petersburg. You were raised in St. Petersburg. Yes. Big city. So Huge. One big city, like one big city, they're all the same, but they're all different. How would you do? Uh, if you're talking about Russia, it's uh, almost the same cities. But if you're talking about the world... Uh-huh. Uh, it's really big difference. Each country, it's um, I can I can see what different between Russia, between uh, the Finland, Germany, United States, in, any any capital city here or any any, any big cities here, is completely different. But I really like it. How will you know when you're tired of traveling? Will you, do you think that'll ever happen? Mm, I'm not sure. Until I will enjoy what I do, I can do it forever. Okay. Well, what you do. We will enjoy. Let's hear some more music, shall we? Uh, we're uh, being joined here on Highway 89 by Artem Chirkov, and we're going to hear two works now. The first by Miloslav Gaidosh, who's a Moravian and a leading composer for the double bass. This is one of the most popular 20th century pieces for solo bass. It's called Invocation. And then he's going to perform for us Prelude Opus 23, number 10, by Sergei Rachmaninoff. Artem Chirkov on Highway 89.
Thank you. 
We've just heard a performance of Rachmaninoff's Prelude Opus 23, number 10. And before that, a piece called Invocation by Miloslav Gaidosh on Classical 89 and Sirius XM 143 radio, BYU radio. You're listening to Highway 89, and we have Artem Cherkov with us here, principal double bass player of the St. Petersburg Philharmonic Symphony Orchestra, performing. Artem, I understand there was a time when you were going to two universities at the same time before you started with the St. Petersburg Philharmonic. How was that, trying to go to two schools at once? It was. Unfortunately, it's not really legal, but in different countries it's possible. <laughs> yeah. I was a student in Russia. I was a third-year student in the St. Petersburg Conservatory. At that time, I've, I met in Germany one very famous uh, double bass player and teacher, Klaus Trumpf, and he just invited me to be his student in, in Munich. And of course, I cannot say no. And I cannot say no for the St. Petersburg Conservatory because I need the, to be degrees there, of course. It was, only one, it, it was only one chance to be in both universities with both famous teachers in Russia and in, in Munich, too. How far apart are they? Is it miles? I mean, did it take a long time to get from one to the other? Uh, not really long. It's take like two hours flight. Oh. Um, in Russia, in St. Petersburg Conservatory, the schedule for a student is not very, very hard. And it, almost it's possible to find some uh, hall in a week or two weeks just to move another country to, to, to be there. Sometimes uh, after some exam in, in Russia, I went to, to Germany for a couple of months to be there, to make everything there for exams and uh, some lessons too, and then back. It's hard. It's really hard, but it's really interesting. But you did it. Uh, yeah. Now, you started with the cello and then uh, graduated to the bass. Do you think that that's a good way to go? Would you recommend that for others? Uh, did, did learning the cello first help you with the bigger instrument? Uh, actually, I, won, I will say for young, for child, for a young musician who will start to be really professional, it's really good to start cello first because um, maybe they can be a very good cellist first. I can say that double bass can be like the second instrument after the cello. And the first, it's the first reason. The second reason, it's really hard to play for the kids on the bass. It's a big, because it's a huge instrument as well. It's a, the small instrument as well, it's huge. Well, and now, of course, yeah, you've been performing several years with a contrabass ensemble. Uh, do you say it, Bassiona Amorosa? That's right, Bassiona Amorosa. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about that ensemble. How did you get with it? When I came to Germany for Klaus Trumpf, that ensemble was organized for him in 1997. I went to Germany in 2001, and he... My, my teacher, Professor Trumpf, he just invited me to be in this ensemble too. Sometimes when somebody cannot play. And I became, I can say, third generation of this ensemble. First, it was only girls playing for double bass. It was just for fun. It was just show. The after, when it's show very, very cool, they need to find some more musician who can play really all time. And two girls from this ensemble went away. And he found another student for his class. And I was one of them. Wonderful. Since how many, how many instruments, instrumentalists? How many members in the, um, in the group? Usually we play four, but we have, uh, just in case somebody cannot, we have six musicians. 
and we're traveling a lot too with the bass ensemble, especially last year. Well, and we're very glad to have you here on Highway 89. Let's hear some more music, shall we? Okay. Uh, we're going to uh, listen next to a couple of pieces by Giovanni Battassini, who's a conductor, a bassist himself. Sometimes he's combined the two, where uh, he would be conducting an opera, and then during the intermission, he'd bring out his double bass and play on stage for the audience. And so he knows what he's doing when he writes for the instrument. We'll hear two Battassini pieces now, Elegia, followed by Tarantella.
was never sure that you could do things like that with a double bass. And uh, here you've heard it on Highway 89. That concludes another edition of Highway 89. We've been most fortunate to hear Artem Cherkov, who is principal double bassist of the St. Petersburg Philharmonic Symphony Orchestra. 
He's provided us with five selections for this hour, and the last two we just heard, both by Giovanni Battassini, Tarantella, and before that, an elegia. Well, from here, Artem, more traveling, I guess. You're going from here to Colorado, Texas. That's right. California. That's right. Back to Germany. Back to Russia. Oh, Russia. Are oh, you going home? I'm going home. But <laughs> in the October 5th, I have something in Berlin, <laughs> Germany. Well, we wish you very well with your, with your travels, and thank you so much again for being here with us on Highway 89. Thank you very much for inviting me here. Artem Chirkov joined this hour by our friend, pianist, accompanist, Jane Galloway. Special thanks to her and also to bassist Eric Hansen of the BYU School of Music for helping arrange this performance. Artem Chirkov, just a little background once again to review, won the first prize at the 2010 International Double Bass Solo Competition sponsored by the Braditich Foundation. He made his New York debut at Weill Hall, and he recently recorded a CD with his wife, a concert pianist. It's called Reminiscences of the 20th Century. And he's a member of that one-of-a-kind contrabass ensemble, Bassiona Ambrosia, Ambrosa, and you can uh, get more information online at artemchirkov.com. He can be followed on Facebook. He has a Twitter account, but I'll warn you, most of his tweets are in Russian. Highway 89 takes you to any number of musical destinations. We welcome your comments and questions about this program. Just email us at highway89 at byu.edu. Highway 89 is a production of BYU Broadcasting. The recording engineer is Mark Waite. The show's producer, Jackie Tadaishi. I'm Bruce Seeley. Thanks for listening. <laughs>